Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station. Here, it's your boy Josh Sanchez, and I'm here from with a guy from Wisconsin, Jeff Clutterbuck. Real quick, Jeff, give a quick shout out and and describe and tell tell the audience uh, what your show is about. Hey everybody! Uh, first off, Josh, thanks for having me on here on Swoop Radio. Yep, I'm uh, from Wisconsin, and the show that I do is a sports-based show. I do it mostly with my brother-in-law, and then a couple of episodes I do on my own, but it's called the I'm Wrong, You're Right podcast, and we, um, we've, we've tried to get that vibe of when we're just sitting around, just kind of BSing about sports and having those, those arguments that you probably really can't win, but you always have fun doing. That was the vibe that we were looking for with the show, and so far we've been doing it for about half a year, and it's been a lot of fun. Hey, that's good, and, uh, and of course, I'll, I'll tune in and give you guys a listen as well. Because obviously we know, especially being a fan in Wisconsin, you are a Green Bay Packers fan, right? That is correct. Technically, excuse me, technically an owner. Oh, oh, so, so, so you're, 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 you own, you own the Packers a little bit. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's one of the, um, one of the big pluses of being a Packers fan is what every now and then they hold a stock sale, which really is just a mechanism to make money for additions to the mm-hmm. stadium and whatnot. But because they aren't owned by a singular person you can technically buy stock in the team so myself my brother my brother-in-law when they last had a stock sale we purchased some shares of Packer stock wow that's awesome now of course Lambeau Field is one of the most historical venues in all sports it, it may it may be right up there with Wrigley Field in baseball Lambeau Field to me has always been known as like the like the iconic football field like you must go to it have you ever Obviously, I believe you've been to a Packers game. How is it going to Lambeau Field? You know what, Lambeau is Lambeau is definitely quite the experience. I've been, I went to it the first time I ever went to Lambeau was actually it was, I think it was '03 or '04, and they had just done some renovations to the stadium, so I never got the chance to go when it was, you know, in the prime of Favre and those mid '90s yeah. teams, but. With all the additions they've done since then, the places, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's beautiful. There's really not a bad seat in the house. There's plenty of food options. It's really neat to have the Hall of Fame and their museum is at the stadium. So you can go through and you take a walk back through the decades and see all those great players. And the crowd is pretty good, too. I think, you know, it's, it's rare that we don't have a sellout these days the enthusiasm this year and the last year kind of was waning a little bit but overall it's you know on Sundays it is Packer Day everybody's watching and if you can go to Lambo and you know get some cheaper tickets it's always a blast now like how much do Lambo tickets run because I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to if I'm going to Wisconsin I'm going to see a Packers game oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah well that's that's a that's a good plan I mean really at this point you can't go wrong going to any of the venues because Miller Park is quite underrated and the Bucks new arena is also very very nice so at this point going to see a sporting event in Wisconsin is actually you could go to see anybody it'd be pretty good uh tickets you know I mean it all depends on just kind of if you catch them at the right time it's one of those times where if you try to stub hub let's say you know on Sunday morning you can probably get them for a little over face value which I think you know is like 120 or so So, you know, I mean, I, from what I gather for other stadiums, it's not really that different in pricing. Okay. It's it's a little much, you know, you can go to a baseball game or a basketball game for a lot cheaper, but 
it's worth it every now and then to just go to Lambo. And if you really want to get the true experience, you got to go when it's freezing cold. That <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a great idea. Now, obviously, you know the Packers failed to reach the postseason, and also Mike McCarthy also got fired. How do you feel as yep. a Packer fan going into next season with your team? Oh, that's a good question, Josh. It's um, it's definitely. I think there's excitement and also a little bit of you know nervousness and anxiety, which is natural when you bring in a new coach. McCarthy had been here for I think since you know the 04 season, so he'd been here for a long time, had won a Super Bowl, but quite frankly, a lot of people, it, it, the writing just seemed like it was on the wall for him in terms of the team's overall performance. You can argue that he had been squandering some of Rodgers' prime years. And for a lot of people, he should have been gone after that horrible, horrible loss to the Seahawks in the NFC title game, which was about four years ago. So a lot of people have talked about maybe he was around for four years too long. So it's nice to have McCarthy out and a fresh, a fresh um, viewpoint coming in. They did keep Mike Pettin around on defense, which I think a lot of people are happy with because he did a pretty gosh darn good job considering how banged up um, the overall defense was for this year. So we're excited about the defense. And really, it's, it's going to come down to this, you know, this kid, this 39-year-old LaFleur and to see if he's got any of that Sean McVay magic rubbed up on him. And more importantly, you know, what can he do with Roger? What can he do to extend Rodgers prime and get them back to a Super Bowl because when you have a quarterback of his talents I would say the expectation is that you should always have a shot to make the Super Bowl okay yeah and, and I de- and I definitely agree that because I know Aaron Rodgers also voices his opinion about your guys' new coach as well like he wants him and and then and, and like as like an outside person from because I, I live around the Philadelphia area like like mm-hmm. when I heard that I was like the Packers offense like you had Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback and your passing attack ranked in the bottom, near the bottom of the league. And I was like, I don't know how you do that. And I also know Mike McCarthy is also in charge of running plays, but it's like you have Aaron Rodgers, and yet your passing offense is still near the bottom. But, but this leads me to my next question. Cause obviously we now see Tom Brady. He's going to his ninth Super Bowl. And there's been talks about Rodgers or Brady, like who's the more talented quarterback. Who do you think is the most talented quarterback, Rodgers or Tom Brady? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. And you know what? I, I mean, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Wisconsin fan. I root for the Bucks and um, the Packers. But the other side of my family, my father was from New York. Okay. So I support a couple of the New York teams. So I just kind of, I, I come at this first off with a very, very deep hatred of anything Boston. <laughs> so, but you know what, even with that being said, I think it would be incredibly hard to argue in terms of, you know, it's, it's hard to say who was necessarily the greatest of all time. I think because the eras now are getting to be so different. I mean, I think if you said Dan Marino or Joe Montana were the best of all time, you might not find an argument there just because in the era in which they played, defenses were actually allowed to play defense. Now, that being said, of the modern era, I don't think there's anybody who's a better winner than Tom Brady. The results are undeniable. It's insane what they've done. You know, everybody's always rooting against them so hard, but they keep coming back. They're like the Terminator. You can't put them down. But so if I wanted to take 
if I was gonna take in terms of you know God-given physical ability, I probably would still say I would want Rogers for a career. You know, I think you I think he could just do more than even what Tom Brady could. But if you're asking me who do you want to win in that one game, I mean, how do you not pick Tom yeah. Brady? He's just done it so many times. Yeah, and, and now this leads me to uh, my next question. Obviously, we saw the Chiefs-Patriots game and the Saints-Rams mm-hmm. game. How do you feel about the championship games? More specifically, like that call in the Saints game and as well as D4 lining up all sides for the Chiefs. Because I, I just feel like Tom Brady literally and the Patriots get every single break. Like, it, it's just like football, you got to be lucky sometimes, too. And it's just like D Ford knows better. And the one play lines up off, off sides. Tom Brady throws the, what should have been the game ending pick. But mm-hmm. the two teams that are in the Super Bowl. Well, it just goes to show you that, and that's and that's why you got to give you know Belichick and Brady and Kraft that whole trifecta. You got to give them credit because they've established this culture of you know you're, you're right. Luck does come into play, but if you're playing fundamentally sound, more often than not, the bad luck isn't going to hurt you as much. So the Chiefs game was a perfect example. The Patriots just kept their heads down and managed to overcome those mistakes. I mean, so. You know, I wanted the Chiefs to win so badly, but, you know, if you had asked me, and I think we said on our, I said on my podcast with my brother-in-law, I said, no, I'm still taking the Patriots in this because until someone proves to be otherwise, you know, I can't go against them. So the Patriots, I almost expected once they made the playoffs, I was saying to myself, okay, well, they're going back. <laughs> on the flip side, you know, I really have, you know, there's no ill will as a Packers fan towards the Saints or the Rams, you know, you don't really have much beef with them. So I was honestly fine with either team winning. I think it's going to make for an entertaining Super Bowl. I do think that call, I mean, it, it, what else can be said? It, it was horrendous. It was, how many people have said it's, you know, legacy changing, career defining. I don't know how you can miss that as a referee. I mean, it's just staring you right in the face. And I don't care if there were other missed calls in the point of a game, you know, a face mask that got missed four series prior. In this particular situation, there's no greater, you know, turnaround for win probability than having a fresh set of downs on the five-yard line for to kick a game-winning field goal. I mean, there's just not. So that call was horrendous. I really do think the Saints did get jobbed. They didn't play a great game, but they should have won that game. Yeah. That being said, you know, it's fun to see McVay and Goff and all the people in LA, even though they don't appreciate it, get to <laughs> get to enjoy a Super Bowl. And I guess the NFL's happy because you know it's the biggest, second biggest market in the country. Blah blah blah. So I mean, it's it's fine. You know, the Rams should be entertaining. I just at this point, you know, I, I would hope against all hope that the Rams could do what Philly did last year. I mean, because that was just so so delicious. <laughs> now, now speaking before we before I get to your Super Bowl predictions. Speaking of the Rams and their stadium, I remember the Packers game earlier this year when pretty much, like, your whole fan base just invaded L.A. Like, it, it felt like a home game for the Packers. And I honestly, yes. honestly thought the Packers were going to win, but that's the second that the Rams got that safety, I was like, uh-oh. Like, the Packers have literally played, like, a flawless game, but that safety really yep. changed that whole outcome of that game. 
But well, the Packers ended up cutting our return man, and he's been one of our he's been one of our running backs slash wide receivers for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Ty Montgomery, he brought it out of the end zone at the end and fumbled it yeah. to not even give Rodgers a chance, and he got cut the next day. So <laughs> yeah, we, we Packers Nation did not take that loss very kindly. Yeah. I can tell you that much. <laughs> All right, now obviously here's the big question. Who, do you, who yeah. do you have in the Super Bowl, the Patriots or the Rams? And and do you have a score yet for for your Super Bowl prediction? I don't, you know, I don't have a score yet, but I do feel at least comfortable enough in saying I would, you know, I don't see why I won't take the Patriots and I would take them to cover. Like right now it's, you know, the Patriots are giving three points. I think they're going to cover and they're going to win. And Brady, I mean, it's just... If he wins again, it's just hard to see. Why don't you just retire, man? Just, just leave. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't go out on top. You stop tormenting the rest of the NFL with this. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So you got the Patriots as well. Now, last question yep. I have for you, because obviously, as a big Green Bay Packers fan, you despise the Chicago Bears. How did you feel when Cody Parkey missed the game-winning field goal? Because I'm a, I'm a diehard Eagles fan. When he missed that. I was jumping up and down. How are you feeling when Cody Parkey hit the double doink? Well, you know, it's funny because Philadelphia, you know, in years past, I was never really the biggest Philadelphia fan. You know, there had been a couple of, there were a couple of, you know, playoff games between the Packers and Eagles that one turned out really well for us and then one did not turn out so well for us. But, you know, this team, you know, last year's Eagle team and this year's Eagle team, I just really thought they were likable. So last year, you know, when they were playing the Patriots, there was no question that I was on that bandwagon. And this year, you know, when they were playing Bears, it was the same thing where there's no way, you know, anyone from Chicago is going to, or anyone from Wisconsin is going to root for the Bears in that instance. (laughs) It was, I mean, oh, it it was just perfect because all season long, you know, the Bears fans will get this kind of confidence when they stumble into a good season now and then. (laughs) And they have such high expectations for themselves. And, you know, I guess I can't blame them because for the most part, it's been the Vikings and the Packers, you know, alternating winning the division for the last 15 years. So, you know, Bears fans, they they should have enjoyed their season. The defense looked really good. Trubisky looked okay. I still think, I don't know if he's the answer there, but, you know, whatever, good for them. But seeing (laughs) that kick... Just the the double doink. I mean, it was it was so great. Those are one of those games where just to again, you know, I'm a Wisconsin fan, but I will turn on Chicago radio for the post game just to listen <laughs> to the tears of uh, Bears fans. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. But again, man, again, obviously, thank you for coming out real quick. Give a shout out to your show again, so my audience knows one more time. That's right. Uh, again, I'm I host the I'm Wrong You're Right podcast. You can find us on. Twitter and Instagram at IWYRPod. And yep, I think we're going to be coming, you know, we're going to look back on, look up the Super Bowl, the AFC Championship game coming up soon. They renamed Miller Park here. They're going to rename Miller Park. That's going to be a big topic. It's a one year anniversary of Jason Kidd getting fired as Bucks coach. So there's been, there's a lot to talk about. And I'm looking forward to sharing that over the next couple of days. All right. Sounds good. Now, real quick, I get all my guests. To give me a swoop. So can you give me a swoop before you head out? Swoop. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you again. And, and if you ever want me to record on your show as well, I'm more than welcome to. So I appreciate it. Yeah, Josh. obviously, like your bucks have been awesome this year. So we can definitely talk about that like on a side note. Heck yeah. But uh 
Have a good one. Be safe out there in Wisconsin. You too. Thank you.